Go home. Go home. Go home. And welcome to episode 74 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Fedor, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Aubrey-Shocker. Brian, Yo. how are you doing today? I'm great. That's fantastic, guys. We're uh, back for the 74th episode. Some might say the best episode of the Go Home Show. Wasn't that 33? That was 32, you dumb son of a... You dumb son of a bitch. Damn. Brian, we're starting off 74 hot and heavy with you fucking up left and right. Yep. Is that what? Is that what else we can expect from the rest of this episode? Yeah. Only long, time will tell. And also you can tell. I can. Tell us right now. I'll tell you. I'm three, a- ready? Three, two, right. one. Ready? Stop. Yeah, hold on. Three. Stop. Three. Three. 3D. Oh. It's going down. Hey guys, the Was Up commercial came out in the year 1999, and we're still doing that on Raw. So why that? Why that, Brian? Give me, give me What's Up. What's Up? Thank you to our sponsor, Bud, Budweiser. Is it a Budweiser commercial? That's funny. It outlasted the Was Up thing. Uh-huh. I don't. I couldn't tell you what the product was. I think it's Budweiser. I think it's Budweiser. What's Up, Budweiser? Why that? Hey, everybody, leave us a uh, comment on uh, iTunes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go on iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and say, What's that? And tell us if it was Budweiser or not. Let us know. What's that? So we're still doing that commercial. Yeah. What other, where's the beef? <laughs> Why don't they yell, where's the beef? Listen, Dudley boys, we know you're listening to this. Why don't you yell other outdated catchphrases? Mm-hmm. Where's the beef? Then and then he headbutts your dick. And then what's in what's in your wallet? <laughs> it's your money. Use it when you need it. What was da- that? Dashers, dashers, <laughs> and then he flying I, headbutt. I, I'm pretty sure that's a local. Is, is that regional? <laughs> Do you guys have the general in the Midwest? <laughs> oh my god, they have to. It's on during like Maury. They have to have the general. Maury in the Midwest. is uh, syndicated though. Yeah, syndicated all over. Yeah, but it's bought by the station, so it's got to be local programming that sells the ad ad space, right? Uh, I guess you maybe are. Yeah, may, maybe you're right. But I feel like the general would definitely be a national right. thing. That's how I feel. Just let us know where yep. you guys go for the best car insurance rates. Yeah, in for, town. for the best in, for the best uh, car insurance rates online, uh, go, go to the general and save some time. That's the new one. That's the updated mm-hmm. version. Now that the he internet... plays he plays basketball against a penguin. Can penguins play basketball? Can General sell you fucking auto insurance, Brian? We have a lot of wrestling to get to. We don't have time for this. <laughs> when he, look at that. We got the General in VA. That's what's up. Yeah. We got the General in MI. That's what's going on. The General's all over Michigan. The guys, guys, of course, we are streaming live on twitch.tv slash Eric Bedore. We said we were going to do it from the Mega64 podcast channel, but here's the thing. We forgot to set it up because... Uh, we're busy boys. We're busy bees. Um, Brian, do you know why we're busy bees? Because yeah, we're uh, adults. Because we have packs this week. Oh, shit, we do. So come on out. Come on I out. Know. I don't know what else to say about it. It's in packs. Seattle. It's in Seattle. Come on out. Um, so we've been busy. Also, there's a lot of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Also, um, we honestly just forget. So, um, and here's the problem. 
our insurance is not through the general. Shit. So we spend a lot of time going like, I have to find the best insurance rates mm-hmm. in town. Yeah. And I don't call 1-800-GENERAL now. No. Or go online to save some time. That's right. Fuck. We Thank fuck. you to our sponsor, The General, and also to Dashers and, uh, and where? The Warehouse. And The Law Tigers. Oh, The Law Tigers. They're lawyers who ride, you motherfuckers. Hey, bitch, you got a motorcycle insurance claim, fucker? Guess what? You want a lawyer who rides a fucking hog, fucker. You want a, you want a tiger on a hog, bitch? Law Tigers. So, enjoy it. And of course, if you're not uh, watching this live on twitch.tv slash ericbedore, youtube.com slash ericbedore, yeah. where you can, uh, you can watch this in all of its recorded glory. You can see me and Brian, an American flag, part of a Kiss poster, Brian wearing my headband and a cat t-shirt that my landlord asked if my mom bought him. She thought we were related. Yeah. Do we look related? Do, no. I think it's, I think it's this area. Uh, I think okay. it's, I think it's the schnoz. You don't think so? You don't think it's like the eyebrows and the nose? Yeah, like, right? I can see it a little this, bit. This, this like little boxy. I think that's where it's at. Yeah. Where it's at, there's yeah. two turn, two turntables and a microphone. Ballin. That was a visual only joke. Yep. Motherfuckers. Brian. Let's do it. We have uh, four shows to get to. I would love to sit around and talk about the good old times. Uh huh. Um, about the time we broke our friend out of rehab. Uh-huh. About the time that. Um, what? Why, about, did, why did that come up? About, uh, about the time you threw mm-hmm. powder in somebody's, or somebody threw powder in your face and you got a referral. Almost. Almost. And uh, About the time I tried to jump over a rail but I didn't let go. Yeah, about the time that uh, we ended up, after graduation practice, we just went down to like the, the arcade basement of this college and played King of Fighters. I would love to talk about these things, but we don't have time. We talked about the general too much. <laughs> Nobody thought... Nobody thought we were going to talk about the general for five and a half minutes. Can we talk about Colonel Sanders <laughs> going back? I'm not for that. Neither. I don't want anything to do with it. Let him die. It got, it got too complicated. It was Daryl Hammond and now it's Norm MacDonald or something. What, I don't know what's going on with it. I don't care to know. I don't want anyone to explain it to me. I don't want to read online about it. Uh-huh. I don't want to watch online commercials. Their, their chicken sucks. Their biscuits are good. I don't eat there. The end. Mashed potatoes. Oh, I do like their mashed potatoes. Yep. But I don't eat. I don't go there. Mm-mm. That's it. So so NXT. Uh, it's the Takeover Go Home Show, which uh, which is before Takeover, and uh, there was there was a little bit here. It wasn't. I don't think it was anything really incredible. But we're gonna go through it because it happened mm-hmm. this week. There are four shows. Woo! Four Horsemen. Four Horsemen, the greatest faction in WWE history. Brian, what's your favorite Four Horsemen WWE match? Uh, it's probably when uh-huh. they wrestled mm-hmm. um, Undertaker mm-hmm. uh-huh. for the Intercontinental uh-huh. Championship. Wow, that's, yeah. At um, Bash at the Beach. Yeah, that's cool. 87. All of that is right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> NXT TakeOver, Go Home Show. So it's not TakeOver, it's the Go Home Show for TakeOver. That's where the name of the show comes from. Pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. You've been here this long. Yeah, right? Uh, We get a recap of last week of Balor and Owens, and then uh, last week of Bailey and Sasha. I thought that was very good. 
Bailey and Sasha have a contract signing. I really like this. Mm-hmm. This is everything that's right in the Divas division. And then everything that happened on Raw is everything that's wrong with it. And we will get there. We will. Um, eventually. So, uh, we'll see. Bailey and Sasha come out for a contract signing. Regal presides over it. I really liked it. Sasha comes out and she taunts Izzy. Whoa. The girl who dresses like Bailey. We love Izzy. No. I know. Not. Hey, hey. Great heel heat when she ma- when she makes fun of Izzy. Didn't her ba- mom tweet at us? No, her dad, I think. And, that was um, so cool. I thought that was really cool. And it was, uh, oh, look, this, it, Izzy, the, no, she she comes out and she starts talking about all these all these people looking up to you, all these kids, che- all these people cheering for you, all these kids looking up to you. You even have this girl over here who comes out dressed like you. What a loser. And she's like, oh, my God. Yeah, hey, hey. Awesome, awesome heel, heel heat. heat. Awesome heel heat. I thought that was so good. Respect. Uh, the crowd's pretty split. Half for Sasha, half for Bailey. It's kind of back and forth. It's nice. Uh, Bailey says it's the biggest match of her career. It's true. Sasha puts over Brooklyn, and the crowd fucking hates it. So much fun to watch that happen. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Uh, Sasha, of course, using the stamp to sign the contract. Yeah, always great. Uh, Bailey wants to fight, and Sasha says, "You're not even worth it. I'm out of here." Damn. So Sasha goes to leave. Uh, well, she, she goes to leave. She talks trash on Izzy. She uh, she says that Bailey isn't worth the fight. And then when Sasha leaves, Bailey jumps her on the ramp. Really cool. Damn. I thought that was really good. I thought that was super heated. It let the characters develop up, develop even more. It showed you who the who the underdog was. It showed you who the champ was. It showed you why they were fighting. It gave all the pieces of the puzzle of why the match was important. Yeah. Opposed to the Divas Revolution on Raw, uh-huh. which is nine women just trying to get as much screen time as they can for no purpose other than getting as much screen time as they can. Yeah. And and we'll, because I definitely made the same sort of note, mm-hmm. so we'll talk about it when we get to Raw. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Apollo Crews video package. He's going he's gonna to be the man, and he says that he's going to be the man. We'll see. Breeze. Versus Ryzen? I can't. I didn't catch his name. Um, he has Liger's mask hanging from a selfie stick. I huh. like that. He hits a supermodel kick and then goes for just a nonchalant cover. He didn't even hit the beauty shot. He just did that. Oh, good. Post. I, I did like that because he, he won with something that wasn't his finish. So they got that move over like, ooh, this might be like a fin- oh, Okay, cool. Yeah. I like that. Post-match, he puts the Liger mask on his opponent. And then uh, he starts cutting a promo saying like, oh, nice to meet you. I'm not impressed. And then he hits a beauty shot on Ryzen. So, uh, there you go. It was, it, there wasn't much. Also, it was making me laugh because, uh, Ryzen Girl was the name of our, uh, fake band when we went to the rock and roll it was. museum thing or whatever because it's the opposite of Fallout Girl. Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. Ryzen Girl. Yeah, Terra Ryzen. Oh my god. Ugh, gross. Yep. The Hype Bros in Enzo and Cass versus, uh, Jesse Sorensen, Aaron Solo, the Saiyan guy, who I think is Mr. 450, and some other dude who was not named. Uh, it's an eight-man tag. Enzo gets beat up. There's a hot tag to Kaz, and then Enzo does a splash. Uh, the match was fast, and the crowd was super hot. I didn't have a lot to write down uh, here. I just thought it was definitely... I mean, it was just definitely like, here's an eight-man tag. It yeah. was, it was here's four jobbers against four regular guys who are going to be in an eight-man tag come next week. Mm-hmm. We go backstage to their opponents for the eight-man tag. Dawson, Wilder, Gable, and Jordan, they all cut a promo talking about, uh, Dawson calls uh, those four guys jamokes, and Gable goes, ha, great word. 
We've been saying that for weeks. Yep. And then uh, he says that they're really ready, willing, and gable. And uh, I just love halfway through this promo, he goes, oh, dude, so sick. <laughs> Chad Gable. Chad Gable is fucking awesome. She has, oh, Miss Awesome. So sick. So sick. Sick. Dude, saying so sick, like, seriously, I love it. We'll be saying it all this weekend so in fact. Dude, so sick. Dude, so sick. So sick. So sick. So sick. So, dude. Dude, our... Dude. So sick. Our panel? So sick. So sick. So sick. <laughs> uh, Joe. Joe versus Steve Cutler. Well, um, Steve Cutler, thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. Corner STO and then a Coquita clutch, and that's it. Post-match, uh, Corbin comes in and jumps Joe. He beats him around the arena. Mm-hmm. They get into it all around, all around, all around. It gets back in the ring, and then he hits end of days on Joe. And the crowd really gets up for that. They were not expecting him to lay out Joe. Nope. Not at all. I wasn't. Not at all. No. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, I was excited for their match going into TakeOver after that segment. Oh, yeah. Um, I knew that Joe was is a guy who could get a good match out of people um, and still wrestle his style that looks really good and a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's, it's interesting, and um, I thought their match was pretty good. We'll get to that uh, just after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Bullfit promo, Bullfit, coming next week. Uh, Bullfit has some recorded stuff. Uh, they taped an hour of NXT before TakeOver. So the eight-man tag, the four divas tag match, or I'm sorry, the, the four diva, like the Fatal 4-Way yeah. match, um, and, and a few others happened before the actual TakeOver event, and they're taped for this coming week of NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will see. Uh, Blake and Murphy against Fulton and uh, Dawson. Uh, or I'm sorry, Dawkins, not Dawson. Angelo Dawkins and Sawyer Fulton. Uh, Dawkins and Fulton are in control early. Uh, there's a hot tag to Sawyer Fulton, who cleans house and hits a spinning gut wrench. It's a gut wrench where he picks them up in a gut wrench and spins around a whole bunch. That's I cool. thought it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, Sawyer Fulton takes the straps down, and he's like running rough shot, and the crowd was like really into it. Yeah. So they got some guys here, maybe. You know, they might be like some jobber guys, but they might be able to flush them out a little bit. Yeah. Um, interesting to see where this goes. But then Blake and Murphy get the upper hand. They hit the suplex and the frog splash. And if, uh, they obviously win. I mean, obviously. Yeah, come on. Uh, post-match, the VOD villains come down to cut a promo. And then Bliss comes down and slaps them both twice. Come on. And Because they, they say they're, they're going to have a solution. And their solution, slap, slap. Their solution, slap, slap. And then that's the end. Uh, good. Good heel heat. Mm-hmm. I like it. Great heel heat. I thought Alexa Bliss is like one of the best heels on, on NXT. Uh, yeah, man. She's great. Uh, she she was not working as a face, mm-hmm. and now she's like killing it as mm-hmm. a heel. I think uh, I think Simon Gotch said, uh, check your womanly privilege as she was walking towards them, which, which cracked me up. So fucking funny. Uh, did you see that they're in WWE 2K16? I didn't see that, but I did see the intro for Cesaro and Kid yeah, for so, BTE. So that so that's a really good intro. Mm-hmm. The Vaudevillains have an intro oh, also, and so it's their cool. black and white intro. Really, and it's timed pretty well with their handshake going into like the music where it's and then they handshake and it goes dun dun dun. I thought it was really cool. That's, a, that's awesome. So um, very very cool to see that they're going to be in the game. Uh, this roster is going to be huge. I just the, hope the game is fun. Uh, it seems like it will be. It'll be a rental at least. Um, 
the Steve Austin thing. Yeah. Have you? Did you hear about that? Uh, I mean, I know it's kind of like a relive his career thing. You do, but you don't just relive his WWF career. Oh, really? WCW with the Hollywood Blondes. Hell yeah. ECW, all the way through WWF and everything. So it was what I was saying last yep. last show where yep. I was like, oh, are they going to start from the beginning? Yep. And, and I kept hell. going, no way, no way, no way. And, yeah. they, and they are. Oh, hell yeah. They, give me, wait, give me one more. Give me yeah. one more, hell yeah. Um, they showed That's so cool, They showed though. his King of the Ring stuff uh, with Jake the Snake Roberts. Whoa. And it looked really good. Damn. It looked really, really good. Um, so, very excited. Somebody in the chat, uh, Halloween X Halloween X says these two look about two seconds away from having sex. We're gonna suck each other's dicks. Is that what you want? Halloween time. Kevin Owens promo. Kevin Owens comes out. Uh, he is he places Incredible. a ladder. He's so fucking good. Fucking amazing. He places a ladder in the ring. Mm-hmm. And I have a great point about this. Yeah. He blocked the main camera. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. He blocked the main camera so they couldn't take their main shot, and it forced them to be creative with the camera work. How fucking dynamic was that? It was awesome. How good was that, that was just, because, the... just because of the camera work? I, I, I noticed that he had blocked it, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Whether or not he had intended to do it that way, I, he's too smart it, not yeah, to. Yeah, I, I agree. And, I, I mean, you had the camera cutting. It was all dynamic angles. It wasn't just hard camera, hard camera, hard camera. And he didn't he, just play the one? Nope, he got a play to the round, and I thought that was really great. He comes out, and he just fucking kills this crowd in this promo. Yep. Oh, he just destroys he, the crowd. He annihilated this crowd in this promo. I thought it was so good. So he comes out. He says that they're the wrestling... They're the John Cena of wrestling fans. Fuck. I mean, how great was that? Yeah. How great... The John Cena of wrestling fans. They they get a reaction of like... B- b- they don't really know how to take it. But how they should take it is... Insulted. Yeah, he was but al- insulting them. But also, they fucking deserve it, so... They do. Yep, yeah. fuck them. He says that every time Brooklyn gets brought up, they get... There's... Boo! So you don't want it to grow. You just think it's, like, your thing. No, this is growing. Yeah. You guys made it grow. Now it's growing. Uh-huh. And you don't want it to grow. Dumb babies. I love it. I liked it. I thought it was very cool. This is a very viable touring brand after TakeOver, by the way. Which we'll talk about here in just a second. Jesus. This is a really good promo by Kevin Owens. I thought this sold the match so well. I was already sold on the match. Oh, of obviously. Course. But man, this promo was like I mean, it's 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 why he is just like a head and shoulders above everyone else. The promo was excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, Balor comes up and interrupts. All of a sudden he appears and he's just on the turnbuckle. Like Sick. a like a spooky ghost man. Yeah. Um I love the lighting. Yeah, me too. I thought that was very cool. The stage direction was awesome yep. in that part. They fight. Owens runs. Balor climbs up on the uh, climbs up on the ladder, and he says he's going to kick your ass and shut your mouth. Oh. Motherfucker. You piss baby. Um, and that was NXT. That yep. was the go-home show for TakeOver. And now we get into NXT TakeOver. Damn. Um, Triple H is in the ring with no microphone, just a lav. What? That was weird. They wanted the crowd to be quiet and for this to be like a look at how big this is. But we all knew it was sold out at 15,000 people in Barclays. This was originally supposed to be like a like a 4,000 person thing mm-hmm. where they cut off and have like, you know, a cut off arena whatever. Right. And the demand was so high that they went, well, let's open it up and they sold out. Hell yeah. So it starts out with Triple H in the middle of the ring talking into a lav mic. 
no one can hear him in the arena. Yeah. Because it's just to the camera. Which is fine. And then, I disagree, and then he takes out a microphone and he goes, this is NXT, fuckers, fuckers. And everybody's like, yeah, we're fuckers. And he spins around in a circle and everyone's like clapping. Him being on a lav mic where the arena can't hear him, I'm, I'm um, like immediately against. Hmm. It's not for TV strictly, and mm-hmm. it's not for live crowd strictly. Mm-hmm. As as a as a live performance type show, you're meant to play to both. You played to one and not the other. Mm-hmm. It came off uh, to me. It came off really weird. Mm-hmm. I get what they were going for, mm-hmm. and I think it could have been accomplished the same way with him on a microphone, just on a regular microphone. Yeah. I, I, I I've see never seen a lot like the love didn't even sound good. Yeah, it, it sounded very quiet. Yeah, yeah, it I, sounded really far away. And and honestly, here here was my here was my take off of it uh-huh. because I I get what you're saying and and ultimately I do agree with you mm-hmm. and I do like that they did it for because a certain number of people are going to watch it live, but uh-huh. then ultimately people are going to watch it more so after the fact. Mm-hmm. But I okay, think, then then. It doesn't make any sense then, because yeah. why not have all the people wear loves in the ring? Well, see, here's what I'm here's what I'm getting to. Mm-hmm. Have people wear loves to the ring, mm-hmm. but have those piped into the to the total speakers. Dumb as hell. You think? I think it'd be nice to see people moving within the ring without, or at least mic the ring so that it can be like so that people don't have to hold the mic anymore. The, I think I think the microphone is is something to do with your hands. I agree, mm-hmm. and and like really, ultimately, I think the microphone is part of the show. Mm-hmm. You have to have the microphone, mm-hmm. but if you're going to do that, do one or the other. Either mm-hmm. transition to people not having to have a microphone anymore, mm-hmm. and you hear everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're. I don't think which we're, we're not going to do. No, I don't think we're doing that. that or, that's why this felt weird. Now, exactly, place. And, and and that's why I do agree with you. Mm-hmm. But I also see why, like, yep. for future shows, it made sense. But yep. it was. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glassjaw on the chat said he said that all that stuff to the crowd before they went live. He was there and he said all that stuff uh, to the crowd before they went live. He wanted like the crowd to be quiet and then to do all that stuff. Um, it just struck me as really strange to like open this show on. It was really, yeah. it was it was different in a way that was like oh, this felt weird. This just felt like weirdly unnecessary. Um, and it. That's it, w- it. It wouldn't have bothered me as much if he would have continued with only the love mics, mm-hmm. but then pu- if, for me it was when he pulled the mic out of his That pocket. was so it was like yeah. it was like did you just have that in your utility belt? What was that? Like and that's that to me was the was the thing that bothered me more than anything. Mm-hmm. It was one or the other. Mm-hmm. Just pick one or the other. Yeah. Yeah, having having both it was just very just coming from a production standpoint. Mhm. You're miking twice, and it seems really strange, and, like, to me, it takes me way out of what we were doing. Yeah. You're miking two times. It was very, very weird. Uh, and again, somebody in the chat said, I preferred what we got over idiots yelling what over him. Yeah, I get that. I could totally get that. My problem is, is that he was miked twice, and it was just felt strange, uh, compared to... The history, the history of wrestling where we've never done anything like that. I, I would have loved to see... 
or or to hear the conversation about that decision. Mm-hmm. That that's that's more than anything. Like whether or not I agree with it. Yep. I would have loved to know artist intent. Whether you want to call it artist. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I would I would like to I would like to know. That's such a minor detail. And somebody's like, this is kind of a weird thing to get hung up on. I'm not hung up on it. I just, from a production standpoint, why are you miking twice? Mm-hmm. That's it. What, like, what was the intention? Either, why, why would you not have that be directly to the camera and then at, have your mixer switch to take that law automatically to the arena? That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, that, and, that's, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, why mic twice? That's it. Yeah. That's all. It's just It just struck me as unnecessary and, like, really kind of, uh, haphazard. That's all. Yeah. Um, Breeze versus Liger is the opening contest. Wow. Breeze had a cool entrance. I really liked it. Yeah. NYC Gorgeous 2015, like it's a fashion show. It, that's the second time he's done it at yep. a takeover, so mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Yeah. It's fucking crazy to see Jushin Liger on a WWE, like, pay-per-view type. I, it, it hit, the entrance started, and it just struck me as, like, Oh, we're really gonna see Jushin Liger. Yep. I, we're really gonna see Jushin Liger. It it just it felt real. It felt real. It felt real. And then he came out, and I went, "This does not feel real." Yeah. It felt very strange, and it was really cool. Though. Oh my god, it was so cool. Holy shit! Uh, the match starts. Breeze gets like an upper hand for the second, or like an arm drag, whatever. And he hops up into the corner and like leans and lays, and Liger's like, "Come on, let's go!" And then. Liger gets the upper hand, and then he hops up on the top turnbuckle and mocks Breeze, and I thought that was so funny. So good. Yep. Uh, I really like, he mocks him in the corner pose, and then he gets the upper hand again, and he grabs Breeze's selfie stick. Yep. And he's mocking Breeze with the selfie stick. So I thought that was, good. I thought that was so cool. That mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, a lot of pulling at the mask by Breeze only once, like, early. Yeah. It, he's, like, pulling at it and pulling at it and pulling at it. Just at, like, the one point, I thought this was going to be, like, the story throughout. You would think. Yeah. You would think the story throughout would be him trying to unmask Liger, but it wasn't. Um, and, and there's other storytelling devices in other matches that we'll get to later, but um, I, I noticed that, and I thought that was weird. I thought that Breeze would go for, like, oh, you wear a mask because you're ugly. I'm going to show everyone how ugly you are. Uh, the, the the Cody Rhodes, Sin Cara type thing. Oh, but, um, nope. No. He, just... uh, Breeze hits a supermodel kick. He hits a ripcord backstabber, which is like a, a one-armed, it's like this, so one-armed straight jacket. Yeah. So it's like a ripcord into that backstabber. That should be a finish. That should be he, a finish. That, that should not be just a move you throw out there. The beauty, the beauty shot can be a move you just throw out there. The ripcord backstabber should yeah. be your finish. I feel like you can get crazy and that can come out of nowhere. That move was sick. Yeah. Oh, I really, really, yeah. really, really liked it. Uh, it looked so clean. Yep. It, he hit it really, really well. I, I thought it was cool. I thought this was such a fun opening contest. It I was. thought I thought this get the crowd super into it, and you could tell that they were really into it because they chanted, Full Sail Sucks, and then they chanted, Full Sail Sucks. And, oh, man, that was so great. I thought it was so much fun. I hope... I, uh, full Sail doesn't suck. There are people there who suck. There are people everywhere that oh, yeah. suck. So, I was very... I liked it a lot. Um, Liger hits the, the rolling corner, like... I think it's like a Kupo kick? Kupo yeah. kick, something? He does, like, that that rolling senton kick. I love that. I think that looks, like, so dangerous. But I don't think it is. Very cool. Hits a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker. Uh, 
Liger goes for a dive, hits the knees, and uh, Breeze hits a crucifix bomb. Yeah. So it's like a crucifix pin, but he kind of like charges it up, leans, and then goes back and bombs it back. Uh, Austin Aries is the first guy I ever saw do that years and years and years ago, and I think he still uses it, but I like a crucifix bomb. Yeah. I think it looks really impactful. Um, so I thought that was a very cool move for Breeze to use, and I hope he keeps pulling it out. Um, Liger hits a somersault dive off the apron to Breeze on the outside. Jesus. I thought that was very cool. Liger can just go. I mean, we knew that. Yeah, but um, it, it's still cool to see him, like, put it out there. Yep. Uh, Liger's in control, and he hits a Liger bomb. He actually hit a Liger bomb, and he got the win. One, two, three. So Breeze eats a loss here. How do you feel about that? It's got to build for another pay-per-view or another special event, right? I don't know. I guess he just doesn't win at takeovers. Yeah. He lost to Balor. Yep. He lost in... uh was, kid? Yep. And he just doesn't win at takeovers. He was, in that fatal, he, he was in the Fatal 4-Way title match. He lost. He doesn't... He wins every other time. He doesn't win at takeovers. Uh, they brought that up. I think they said he was like 0-3 or something. Damn. Um, Which so. sucks because it's like... I really like his character, and I really think they can do somewhere. something big hey, with him. Hey, I, and, and just a loss doesn't mean that he's not going anywhere... You, I don't know. It, I just I just don't see where he's going based on his booking. I guess. Um, who, who does he? Who has he feuded? Against? Oh, I think I think Atami's next. I think I think when Atami comes back, they have a program. Yeah, I mean that that's what I was saying last week. He he can he, he can feud with Balor easily. He could, and and I think that you know when when Atami comes he back, he can feud with Joe. Um, yeah. You don't think so? I don't. I don't know if he can keep up with Joe. Oh, I I do. I, I think, mean, I, I mean, think they I, I would know, be fun. I know he can, but uh-huh. I feel like it's not as believable. Mm-hmm. I feel like Joe's Joe is sort of like Kane in the early nineties. I think I think I think that he could grab someone and make a tag run. I think that I think that he I think he has a lot of options. I th- I think one loss here doesn't mean anything, and it's to Liger, and he looked good as fuck in this match. Yeah, and I, and I agree. This loss wasn't bad for Breeze. Mm-hmm. I just feel like. What, like what is he doing? Yeah, that that's that's how I feel about Breeze. Yep. Okay. Just what is he doing? Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, uh, I thought it was good storytelling in this match. I thought it was going to go for like the mask, but um, it was fun. The commentating it, was really good in this match. I agree. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was very good. The click is in the crowd. They're too sweet in everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Byron Saxton called X Pac X Pack. I was just about to say, like, come on, man. come on, uh, Saxton. Yep, uh, stand up. Becky, Charlotte, and Bailey are backstage, and. Um, they're gonna take over. Diva's revolution. Yeah. Nia Jax coming soon. She's the Rock's cousin. Oh, okay. There you so, go. So is Roman Reigns. Anyway, think about it. So remember that. The Vaude Villains versus Blake and Murphy. Uh, the Vaude Villains have old tiny coats and hats. Uh, I love it. Bliss comes out with uh, Blake and Murphy. Bliss cuts a promo. And uh, they have a response for Bliss, and it's all blue pants. And uh, she has blue hair, too. Uh, the match starts. The crowd chants, starts chanting Blue Pants City. Uh, I mean, the, the vaude villains are dressed in blue. Blue pants, it works. Yep. Uh, Gotch and English are in control early. Blake pulls English off the apron, uh, like when he goes for a springboard. I thought that looked really good. Yeah. That was a really big bump. That changed the uh, the complexion of the match. Uh, the momentum was really going in in the Vaudevillains' way. That big move happened, and then I wrote Bamf, the, Bamf, 
is what they call themselves. Blake, Blake's, uh, the Blake Alexa Murphy factor. I like that. Yep. They slow it down. Mm-hmm. Slow it way down. Headlocks, rest hold, like they, heel tactics slow down the match. Love it. Uh, Blake pulls Gotch off the ring when, uh, off the apron when he's going, when Aiden, oh, English is almost to the hot tag. We're almost there. We're almost there. And then Gotch gets pulled off the apron. I thought that was really good and it prolonged uh, the beating on English. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the double backdrop to Neckbreaker. Yeah. I thought that was very, very cool uh, by uh, Blake and Murphy. There's a hot tag to Gotch finally. There's a double suplex that gets stopped, and then Gotch double power bombs Blake and Murphy. There's a swanton by English and a kick out. Uh, Bliss and Blue Pants start mixing it up on the outside, and then Blake and Murphy get hit with the Whirling Dervish Whoa. by the Vaud Villains, and we have new champs. We do. What'd you think of the match? I thought it was a really good match. I thought I- it was a fun, I thought it was a Good culmination of a storyline that was, oh, Alexa Bliss is getting involved. What are we going to do? Well, here's the repercussion. I thought all of these matches on TakeOver were all, all the stories were very different. Mm -hmm. They were all incredibly self-contained. I agree. They were all told really well in the ring. I agree. And everything was just, you could, you could watch each match and, and understand what was going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they were all really different. I agree. The The women's match was super different from the main, super different from the tag, super different from the open. I, I mean, everything, uh, there was a debut match, uh, there were grudge matches. It it worked out. I thought it was very cool. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, storytelling in NXT, second to none right now. I, I agree. I think that, you know, a lot of our, um, a lot of our worries are being uh, smoothed over. Mm-hmm. I think we're seeing a lot of elevation of talent that we haven't seen before. Yep. And like... Good in-ring storytelling to support it. Yep. So overall, you know, you have a great show of people who have a lot of potential. Yep. This is where it really is sort of like a developmental. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated, you know, uh, Aiden English and, and Gotch. They, they're so good in the ring. And they are really fun to watch. Gotch is like, he just, he moves so unique in the mm-hmm. ring. And English is so fluid. Mm-hmm. And they work so well together that... They're, just, they're a fun tag team. And and Blake and Murphy are this, like, powerhouse piece of shit, like, tag team. So it's it's really fun to get behind one and hate the other. Yep. And you really feel investment in mm-hmm. one way or another. Whether it's hating one and mm-hmm. loving the other, mm-hmm. it's you feel invested. Yep, I agree. So I definitely agree. That's what I like. Uh, next, we have Ty Dillinger, the perfect 10, against the debuting Apollo Crews. Uh, what did you think of this match? I love this match. Uh, I really like Ty Dillinger. He has shaved 10 into the back of his head. He has a little scarf thing. He's got a dick, like, like fucking dicky-wicky fucking ponytail shit. Yep. I love, I love the little hand opening thing. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. I got, thought that was so good. So he's doing, good. He's doing the 10, he's doing cartwheels, whatever. Cruz gets the upper hand once and does a, like, backflip and 10, and the crowd pops for it super hard. So good. thought that was so cool. Uh, Dillinger hits a drop kick on a springboarding Apollo Crews from the apron. I thought that was very cool. Jesus. Uh, Dillinger goes for a super kick. It gets blocked and his foot gets tossed down and then he hits a super kick. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, I, Hey, I did not see that coming. Great playing with expectation. Yeah. Um, having somebody like Ty Dillinger in your roster is great. Mm-hmm. He is one of the most serviceable guys that you have. He makes everyone look good. He has a fun little gimmick right now. Uh, 
I think having him wrestle Apollo Crews in his debut was the right guy to do it. And it was good for both people. Yep. Cruz rallies, he hits a uh, gorilla press, and then a standing moonsault, and that's what he wins with, is the standing moonsault. Um, not the biggest debut I've ever seen for this, for anyone or whatever, but Apollo Crews came off as really genuine, like he was really excited to be there. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see what he does. Yeah. I, I mean, when they call him the full package, he really is. Yep. Uh, William Regal cuts a promo, he says there's going to be a Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. That's going to be coming up in the next month. No real details have been announced or what it's for or what it is, but it's going to be a tag tournament, title tournament for Dusty Rhodes. I really hope that it's some sort of unique tag tournament. I know it's not going to be, but I, I really hope so because just Dusty Rhodes is not... Probably be like a trophy or something. Yeah, That'd well, be nice. I mean a number one contendership thing. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. I, and, I, and I can always dig that, so yep. it's good. Joe versus Corbin. My favorite part of this match is the very beginning. I think where Rich Brennan says, Joe has competed in New York before. Oh, has he? Well, maybe once maybe once or twice. Yeah. Maybe like a handful of times. He's, you know, he's... Hey, you know what? He's shown up. He's shown up in New York before. Okay. Uh, I like that they teased the Coquita Clutch at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe's really aggressive in this match. I thought he looked really good. Really, really aggressive. And I thought Corbin kept up with him really well. Yeah. I was very impressed with this match for something that I didn't think was going to be as... Um as much impact, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be very one-sided. There was yep. there was a good, like, it, it felt rough and tumble. Yep, I thought it was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe goes for a dive. It gets blocked by Corbin. He starts jawing at the crowd. I really like that. I really like when he talks trash with his little baby arms. Um, there's a roll-up, goes into a roll-through, uh, into a pin, and then Corbin kicks out, and Samoa Joe rolls him over, single-leg crab. Fucking love it. love it. Love a single leg Single crab. leg crab gets transitioned into a cross face. Love it. Mm-hmm. Corbin almost gets to the ropes, and that gets transitioned into the rings of Saturn. I mean, a submission clinic is so good to go from one move to the other to the other to the other. I think that's so cool. And for those of, the, for, for those of you who haven't seen Joe before, uh-huh. he's just so technically sound, it's insane. Yep. You just forget. Yep. And then he does shit like that, and you're like, I, I mean, fuck, that's mm-hmm. incredible. Yep. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Corbin uh, gets in control. He locks in a heel hook and then hits a spinning boss man slam that ends up like a gunslinger type move where mm-hmm. he spins around in like a rock bottom finish. Yeah. I like that move a lot. I, I like th- it too. I hopefully he uses it more. He looks really good when he throws it. Yep. Uh, these guys are just fucking throwing bombs at each other. Forearms, fists, anything that'll connect. I really mm-hmm. liked it. Mm-hmm. End of days. Oh, it gets reversed in a Coquita clutch. That gets reversed into a Baldo bomb. The the two-handed like double choke sit out power bomb mm-hmm. uh, by Corbin. But then, gets reversed the one, two, kick out, Kokita Clutch! Fuck. Samoa Joe locks in the Kokita Clutch. Dunzo. Corbin passes out. So Corbin looks protected because he doesn't quit. He passes out. Um, post-match, Joe's celebrating and Corbin is like kind of waking up and he goes to the ref and he's like, I didn't tap out. I didn't tap out. No, I didn't tap out. So that I thought that was good. It keeps, it keeps Corbin legit. Yeah. Um, next, we go to the crowd. Slaughter, Ric Flair, and Kana are in the crowd. Why is Connor there? I did not understand that. I thought that was cool as fuck. I love that they called her out. She's awesome. Yeah. She is fucking great. If you've never watched her matches with Sarah Del Rey, hey. Oh, that's why she's there. Well, yeah. But it was just like they actually called her out. Yeah. Very strange. Also, they spell her name with two N's. Her name is not spelled with two N's. I, I don't know how to spell her name. With one N. 
So there you I go. I liked her hair. Also, Team Bad is there. Next, there's a Stephanie promo that I fast-forwarded through. Yeah, it was... Because... Stop it. Please stop. Elaborate. Please stop. Please stop. You... There's no natural... Everything about the Divas Revolution, other than the Divas Wrestling, makes me fucking hate the Divas Revolution. Stephanie comes out and cuts all these promos about, like, women athletes, and we're the future, and and look at what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you know why I like the NXT women's division? Because they aren't doing that? Because they aren't doing that. All of their matches are fucking great. And they speak for themselves. They have developed characters. They have interesting matches. They tell great stories. God, that Steph promo is just her coming out and going, look at what we did. Don't you love women's wrestling internet? All, that's that's the problem with the women's revolution, the divas revolution, is that they went, hey, the internet said they want women's wrestling. Okay, here it is. Okay, what's the storyline? Well, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Well, what's the storyline? No, it's women's wrestling. Yeah. No. What the fuck is the storyline? I don't get it. Yeah. It bothers the fuck out of me. I skipped your fucking promo. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for that shit. I don't blame you. Um, I agree. Next, we have the match of the night. Oh, it's Bailey versus Sasha. I mean, it's the match of the weekend. I thought this was the. I thought this was the best match of the weekend. I would agree. It was the ma- best. Is the wrong term. It was the match I was most invested in all weekend long. It was. It was the culmination of the biggest story. I. I agree. I thought this story was great, and I loved it. Yeah. Uh, the video package featuring Izzy. Hi, Izzy. Love Izzy. Uh, Bailey comes out with the Dusty Rhodes headband and glove. I, I thought, thought that was really uh, cool. very very cool. Um, Sasha gets a boss entrance in an Escalade, and the uh, crowd yeah. and the crowd is so fucking hot for this match. They are so ready for this match. They are split. Man. Bailey and Sasha, they are split. I thought that was so cool. There is great storytelling in this match all the way through. All the way through. Awesome culmination of everything that I like about wrestling. This, this is this is. Stone Cold pins HBK. Yeah, it, this it, is Chris Benoit wins the championship. It's it's very it's very fun. And what I really liked, and, and a thing that you could see immediately, and I knew that storytelling in this match was going to be a lot of fun, um, was that at the beginning the bell rings. There's a, I have a real problem where when the match starts and it's like a grudge match and these people hate each other, when they collar an elbow tie up, I fucking hate that. I f- don't do that if this is a, like, we are angry, yeah. we're pissed, this is, like, a boiling point. Yeah. They started this match, they attacked. Yeah. They just went after each other. They were hitting each other, they were throwing each other around, they weren't locking up, this wasn't a wrestling match, this was a fight. This was a fight. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey locks in a tree, locks Sasha Banks in a tree of woe, and then hits a springboard elbow drop. I thought that was really cool. I've never, she, seen, I've never seen that before, it looked great. she hit it so yep. clean. And, and... And Sasha sold it so well. Thought it looked great. It was incredible. Uh, it's a corner drop kick, uh, corner outside drop kick. There's a corner knees. They get missed, mm-hmm. uh, and then a suplex from the apron. Apron gets blocked. Uh, Bailey takes a bump from the ropes to the apron to the floor. One of the complaints that we always have about women's wrestling is like, oh, when they it it's, it always looks a little bit slower, and the bumps they take are always like they just don't sound good. They're, they're, they don't sound good. They don't look very good. They're not as big. Like, 
Bailey takes the biggest bumps to where I'm like, oh, fuck, please, I'll be okay, please. Yeah. So fucking good. God, she was so good in this match, and I thought Sasha was right there. And they delivered so well. They they matched each other really well mm-hmm. in this match. Uh, they go for, uh, Sasha goes for the corner knees again. That gets blocked. There's a head scissors where Bailey gets tossed head first in the turnbuckle, and then uh, Sasha hits the top shelf knees. That, I thought that was really cool. That was great. Sasha talks a lot of trash to Bailey, who's in the corner. Uh, Bailey comes back hard, starts kicking her. They fight. Uh, Sasha focuses on the hand and the arm on the outside. She tosses Bailey into the ring, then tosses her back into the talk back out of the ring to break the ten count. Mm-hmm. Puts Bailey's hand in between the ring steps and the LED board, and just kicks the ring steps. Oh, I thought so that good. was so cool. I thought the I thought that the ref sold it really well. I thought that uh, Bailey sold it really well. I thought commentary sold it really, really, really well. Commentary was exceptional. So the ref is leaning down, checking on. Bailey from the inside from the out from the inside of the ring to the outside to Bailey and then Sasha does a somersault plancha over the ref to Bailey on the outside. Hell yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, fuck the fuck yeah. Sasha goes for that one hand grab lucha arm drag. Mm-hmm. She gets dumped to the outside. Bailey starts to rally. There's a corner suplex and then a roll through. There's a German suplex block. Sasha hits a single arm DDT and then locks in the bank statement. Damn. So, as the bank statement's locked in, Bailey starts climb, starts clawing to the ropes. She's almost there. She's almost there. She grabs, grabs at the ropes. Sasha tries to pull her back. Grabs at the ropes. Sasha starts stomping on her hand. Mm-hmm. That is my favorite spot of any match all weekend. That was such a good it, spot. Again, this is good storytelling of we fucking hate each. Stomp, 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 stomp. Yep. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I'll stop at nothing to yep. retain this title. Oh my god! Stop so, at nothing. So fucking mm-hmm. cool. Uh, Bailey locks in a cross face and Sasha gets to the ropes. There's a Bailey to belly, but a kick out. Goes for a top rope Frankensteiner that gets blocked. I thought Bailey died. I thought she landed on her fucking head. Yeah. Jesus. That was scary. That was fucking scary. Uh, Sasha hits double knees, dive into the pin, but there's a kick out. They go to the other corner. Bailey hits a a reverse Frankensteiner from the middle turnbuckle. And then a Bailey to belly, there's a new champ. That is fucking insane. A second rope reverse Frankensteiner in a women's wrestling match. That, like, the the first time I watched it, mm-hmm. like, before they did the replay, yep. I couldn't believe Sasha got the rotation. Yep. I was oh, like, oh, Sa- fu- she fucked herself over. Sasha looked so good in this match on offense and all of all of everything she took, yep. she sold like oh god, it was fucking incredible. And I thought this match was so good. And and that Bailey to Belly just looked so yep. Big. And it was just the cherry on top. Yep, it was so much fun. After the match, I mean, this should have been the main event. That, yeah. That's what I wrote. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, uh, hey. and and hey, hey, you should have been the main event. You could have put this as the main, and this crowd would have not complained. Oh, I I don't think they would. I mean, that was. That is what you look for in yep. a wrestling match. It was so good. Uh, post-match, the four horsewomen, uh, Bailey, Becky, Sasha, and Charlotte all come out. They're doing the four. And everybody's like, oh, it's the curtain call. Shut up. Don't call it that. It's its own thing. That's all. Yeah. Oh, my God. We have, like, no time. We have so much more wrestling. Yep. Uh, Owens and Valor in a ladder match. There's one streamer. The guy's kicked out and then let back in. That is why there was crowd booing and then cheering. Oh. Yep. Owens is all fired up. He's a great heel. He's saying, I was up there. I watched this pay-per-view, and now I'm here. 
now main eventing. Yep. Awesome. It's a fight over the barricade. Uh, Owens gets uh, backdropped over the barricade. Uh, the announce tabletop gets thrown at Balor. Balor goes for a drop, hits a drop kick uh, from the announce table to Owens uh, with a ladder. Who's holding? He's holding a ladder. There are ladders. I honestly didn't write a ton for this match. It was it was fun to watch, but I was like really coming off the high that was uh, the Bailey. Yeah, the Bailey uh, Sasha match. Uh, there are a bunch of ladder spots. They get two ladders. There's drop kicks and sentons. Shit's crazy. Powerbomb gets blocked. There's a backdrop onto a sideways fucking ladder. The ladder is on its side, not laying flat. On no, its side. On its side to and, like the to like the yep, stabilizing yep. connector. It, and Owens eats a backdrop onto it. Fuck. Uh, corner cannonball into a ladder, then a corner drop kick and a coup de gras. Owens pulls Balor off the ladder into a, a pop-up powerbomb, or I guess a pop-down powerbomb. There's a coup de gras from the apron, but it misses, and then uh, Balor eats a apron bomb. Owens sets up the ladder, and then uh, another ladder that's hung against... So there's one that's standing straight up and down, and then another one that's leaned against the uh, the turnbuckle, mm-hmm. or the... Uh, yeah, the turnbuckle. Yeah. He goes for the fisherman buster, he gets blocked, Owens gets tossed onto that, and Fuck. then uh, there's a coup de gras off the ladder... And then Balor goes to the top and grabs the title. What did you think of the main event? I thought this is exactly what a ladder match should be. Uh huh. And I really enjoyed that they they went all out. Yep, I th- I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, SummerSlam. Uh, we're hey, guess what? We're probably not going to cover Raw. We don't. I, we can try. We don't uh, have time. Yeah. No. Let- also, Raw four matches. Did you guys realize that there were only four matches? There were only four. There were only four matches on all of Raw. None of them were honestly very good. No. Uh, they can they confirmed some sto- they had some new storylines. Here, let's go to Raw real quick. We'll go to SummerSlam, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the big things on Raw. Dudley Boys are back. Uh, the cool. new, di- new Day against the Dudley Boys is going to be the next feud. Okay. I'm du- into Dudley that. Boys are back. The crowd went insane. That yeah. was great. That was incredible. Uh, that, was, that was so fun. Braun Strowman shows up. He's the third member of the Wyatts. He's a new Wyatt guy he's who is that guy? he w- he he's been in developmental he hasn't been on nxt he's a giant human man okay uh hopefully they book him so he just doesn't have to do much he can be in six-man tags and just be a giant human man okay because he can be a giant human man very well okay he's just a giant fucking guy he makes luke harper look so fucking small and luke harper is six nine yep so there you go so there uh, so Braun Strowman shows up um uh, Main event is uh, Rollins' statue reveal, and guess what? It's Sting, Stinger. who's been hiding under uh, a curtain for 18 minutes. And then, uh, so it's it was announced it's going to be Sting against Seth Rollins in a title match at Night of Champions. Here's the thing. If you had to pick one person for Sting to go up against who could actually squeeze a good match out of Sting at this late in the fucking game, it's got to be, it's, it's gotta be Seth Rollins, especially after fucking SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, Divas had a match. It sucked. Eight-man tag, it was fine. Um, uh, the, the actual tag match was okay, and then um, John, I don't. John Stewart gets a by John Cena. Yeah, who uh, turn heel. Yeah, I don't know. No, he didn't. Uh, Stardust attacks Wade Barrett. That's pretty much it. Yeah. SummerSlam. So that that was Raw in a nutshell. Don't Here's SummerSlam. It. No, don't op- don't don't open it. Don't watch it. John Stewart is in the opener. He's still angry about the sle- streak, and he he says that he called Mick Foley to be his backup. To talk to uh, Brock Lesnar about it. And Mick Foley says, uh, I thought you were talking about interviewing The Rock. Bye. I'm out of here. Uh, this was a rare case where uh, WWE's comedy bits were funny. Yeah. And that's because two funny people were there. Mick Foley and Jon Stewart. Ta-da! So there it is. Yep. 
Uh, Orton versus Sheamus. A match I did not think was going to be interesting at all. S- second half of that match, really good. Uh, there's an RKO tease from the very beginning. Sheamus ducks out and he cuts a promo saying he doesn't look stupid. And we have to respect his cock. Or respect the hawk. Uh, there's a top rope knee drop by Sheamus. Two Irish curse backbreakers. Enzo and Cass chants. A Zane chant. There's an exploder over the top rope and I think that's where the match turned. Yeah. You hit that exploder over the top rope and the crowd went, hey, all right. We're going somewhere. There's a modified sharpshooter by e- uh, by Sheamus. It, I, I said almost by Edge because that was a move that Edge used for a while. Oh. Um, sorry. Uh, Sheamus got cute and then eats a top rope hung DDT uh, because Sheamus does that where he's like sitting in the corner and he grabs the ropes and like he flips up and over and then goes for like the battering ram. Uh, I just, I love Seamus got cute was something that Michael Cole said. I thought that was funny. Seamus goes for the 10 beats of the brogue bum, whatever the fuck. Um, but the crowd's chanting along with him. So he just punches Randy Orton in the face. Uh, Good heel heat. Yep. Seamus goes for the battering ram, but it gets reversed into the RKO. Seamus rolls to the outside. A lot of this was, um, Seamus getting hit with big stuff and then rolling to the outside where it's like, oh, you can't win that way. It's like, oh, I really like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Orton goes for the punt. It misses. He, he eats a white noise. This match really picked up and got watchable. There's a broke kick in the corner to Orton, and then uh, Orton kind of like stumbles out and eats another broke kick. In a era where everyone kicks out of finishing moves, I'm glad that he hit this twice. Yeah. I thought, I thought it looked really good. Yep. Oh, I thought it was... I, hey, really, 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 really impressed with how the match got towards the end. Yeah. Tag team championship match. Uh, fatal four-way tag match. New Day comes out. Let's hear it for New Day. They are the best. Oh, also, best thing that happened on Raw, uh, New Day comes out, Xavier Woods had a trombone, played the trombone during the match. When when the New Day hit Midnight Hour... Oh, my God! When New Day hit Midnight Hour, their, their big end, like the big ending second rope thing or whatever, mm-hmm. like their finishing move, Xavier Woods played taps. On the trombone. Awesome. Awesome. That was uh, fucking great. I love what they're doing with this gimmick. Oh, it, it's great. And then you always hear people going like, yeah, but like, they're too entertaining. They're not being heels. Hey, your faces suck. The only entertaining thing we have is heels. Don't let, you remember Chris Jericho? Let me, let me cheer something. Yeah. I'm not cheer- The faces are bland as fuck. Let me at least cheer the heels. The heels are at least being fun. Uh, they came out and said New York doesn't know anything about hip-hop. I thought that was really funny. Oh, that, that fucking killed me. Best part of this match. The match starts. Kofi Kingston and Titus O'Neil are squaring off. Mm-hmm. I think it's, that. I think it's those two. Biggie Langston tags in, but he tags Titus O'Neil. So it's Kofi versus Big E. This was great. And they tried to pin each other to win the championship. JBL trying to justify it was I even better. I thought that was so goddamn funny. Mm-hmm. Genius. Mm-hmm. Absolutely genius. And, and JBL really sold that. Yep. I, I thought him selling it was, or him trying to justify it was, was the icing on that cake. Yep. It uh, was so good. Monkey flip double team by the Lucha Dragons. Uh, Kalisto is the shit. Kalisto does all sorts of kung fu stuff with uh, with Kofi Kingston and st- or no with Darren Young yeah and it was so fucking awesome. Uh, Biggie hits a big ass apron splash. How how good did that look? That was man, yep. Biggie's been pulling out some really nice moves. Yep, so I, much fun. I mean, he's always been good, and it's nice to see him just getting some mm-hmm. some time to to to, to wrestle again. because yep. he was a lot of fun. 
Hot tag to Titus, who's great in a hot tag role. Yep. Uh, Sinkara comes in, he uh, dives and eats a drop kick. Please stop doing everything where it just looks like you're going to die. We, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. We did. I really appreciate the effort you're putting in. I really think you're going to get very, very hurt. Uh, Torito hits a double springboard uh, Hurricanrana onto Woods, but um, Torito gets caught by Woods, and then I wrote that he got squashed, but my phone auto-corrected to squished. <laughs> Torito got squished. He did. Uh, Biggie does the uh, apron spear move. Uh, there's a double suplex that gets uh, Tower Tower of Doomed powerbombed. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Clash of the Titus. Kofi legally tags in while Titus is, is doing that powerbomb spot. He kicks Titus, throws him out of the ring, and pins uh, one of the Matadoras. New day, new champs. I love it. That was great. Their celebration was so good. It was. Oh, God, I love them. I love that Michael Cole still can't tell the difference between Fernando and Diego. There you go. Hell yeah. There it is. It's fine. It's just his job. John Stewart, Stephen Amell, Neville, and John Stewart Jr. are backstage. And they're just talking, and Jon Stewart says, like, yeah, Undertaker's my friend, whatever. The lights go out, smoke comes through, and the Undertaker walks through in the dark. That was dumb. Yep. I'm sorry. If you thought that was cool, I'm sorry. That was dumb. Ziggler versus Rusev. What the fuck are these people wearing? Ziggler looks, like, awful. Lana looks fucking awful. Can you wear acid wash and tie-dye? Apparently. And like lace and uh, what uh-huh. is this? Yeah, shit? no, you can if you're uh, Russian. Yeah, hey, it looked very Russian. It it looked like hello, my friends. I'm wearing cool American outfit, blue hey. blue jeans, America time. Hey, 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 I wear my blue jean jacket to do a fun American thing. Right. Go go to discotheque with my best friends. Star Spangled Banner. Hey, are we doing hey. like we're doing the good time. Can I bum a cigarette? Hey, can I get the two dollars or something? Um, that's a reference just for Brian. Uh. <laughs> Uh, it's okay, because Dolph Ziggler debuted a new outfit on Raw. He's wearing pants now. He's wearing like spand- spandex pants. I kind of like it. I, it doesn't matter to me more. I mean, I mean, just... it doesn't change one thing or another, no. but it's cool to see him not be... To just try something different. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Matches off to a hot start. Rusev hits a gunslinger, which is the, uh, the, the fallaway slam spin-out move. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a press slam that gets reversed into a DDT. Top rope face buster by Ziggler. Uh, Zig, uh, Rusev hits a Saito suplex, like a spinning back suplex, yeah. and then hits a flip senton, holy fucking shit. That flip senton looks so fucking good, right? Yeah. That looked awesome. Uh, there's a sleeper by Ziggler. Uh, Rusev gets to the ropes, but there's no break. What was that? I don't know. Even the, even the commentary was like, you gotta break the hold. It was okay. weird. Um, Rusev eventually breaks it up. He goes for the accolade. Lana and Summer slap. How can she slap, sir? Can you, like, put your pen down or, like, hold on to your fucking pen? I'm fidgety. Jesus Christ. You dropped it, like, eight times. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Rusev goes out to break up the Lana-Summer slap. That Lana-Summer thing or whatever, the crowd's not super into this feud. When Lana and Summer, like, slap each other or whatever, they pop so fucking big. Yeah. They're, like, so into it. These are two women who are not going to wrestle. Yep. Uh, they go to the outside, there's a super kick and a double count out. Post-match, there's a brawl by everyone, so this feud continues, and then I wrote, uh, uh, a frowny face. Please no. I wrote a frowny face. Please, please no. I'm done with this feud. This is four months. A little, mm, little frowny face, because I could not believe it. Could not believe it continues. Uh, Stardust and Barrett, the Cosmic Kings, or whatever the fuck they're called. Princes of Dark Matter, I don't know what they are. Cosmic uh, Cuties. The Cosmic Cuties. Against Neville and Stephen Amell. Neville's off to a hot start. 
against Barrett, and then Stardust wants a Mel after he's tagged in. A Mel flies in, Woo! jumps off the top rope, lands right in Stardust's face. Um, he he gets fucking pie face, but then he uh, he kicks tar- Stardust, gives him a hip toss. He looks really good. He sells really well. He does all these moves. He's super athletic. I'm really impressed. He gets beat up a lot in this match. He does. And looked really good. The camera was out of position for the kip-up that Stephen Amell did. Yep. The crowd popped for it, and they showed it in replay. Uh, Neville gets the hot tag. Amell flies to the outside. That was cool. Yep. And then there's a red arrow to Barrett. One, two, three. I liked it. Yeah. It was a a palate cleanser Mm. to the IC title match. Yep. Uh, Mid-show versus Ryback. Because they were no, I'm sorry, Showmiz. Because that was their, like Showbiz. That was their tag name when they were a tag team. Showmiz, oh. um, Big Show, Miz, and Ryback. Ryback splashes the Miz. There's a choke slam to Ryback on Miz. Uh-huh. Like Miz is down, and then Ryback gets choke slammed onto him. There's a spinebuster and a splash on a Big Show. A shell shock to Big Show, but a skull crushing finale to Ryback to stop it. And then Miz covers Ryback, and there's a kick out. And then he covers Big Show, and there's a kick out. And then he covers Ryback, and there's a kick out. And then he covers Big Show, and there's a kick out. And every time they kick out, it's faster and faster until they're both standing, and Miz gets fucking squashed. There's a KO to Ryback. Uh, the Miz stops it. There's a KO to Miz. Uh, Show gets knocked to the outside, and Ryback covers the Miz, which was kind of heelish. Don't you think? I, I don't know. This match was just like, I couldn't give a I, fuck. I love that uh, Ridley Dragons in the chat said, WWE didn't even care about this match. I Like, I'm not going to lie, I... F- I fell asleep at the beginning and woke up at the end. <laughs> oh, you had a four-minute nap. Very yeah, nice. It was, it was a good nap because it got me through the uh, next match. Yep. Uh, John Stewart and Paul Heyman promo. Uh, they're very good. It's like they're both actors and know how to talk. Mm, that's strange. Weirdos. Uh, Wyatt, 0.66 against Shield, 0.66, because they're only two-thirds. Uh, good double-team stuff in the beginning where people are jumping over people and doing crazy shit. I liked it a lot. There's a Ropunk suplex to the outside by Wyatt where... Uh, Ambrose gets pulled pretty much out to, like, the outside. His feet are hung on, like, the bottom or on the uh, middle rope. Mm. And then he eats a suplex to the floor. I like, I really like that. Ambrose gets all beat up all around everywhere. Hot tag to Reigns. Super hard-hitting. I thought this was a very hard-hitting match. I actually really enjoyed this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doomsday Device. And then a double power bomb by uh, Shield.66. Uh, 0. 0.5. <laughs> uh, Sister Abigail gets reversed into Dirty Deeds. And then there's a tag into uh, Roman Reigns, who hits the spear. The way the uh, the way that Dean Ambrose was positioned, the way the camera was working, the way they kept like framing everything, I kept going. Ambrose is going to turn on Reigns. Yeah, Ambrose is going to turn on Reigns. Did not. No, instead we just got a regular clean finish. Yeah. Hey Brian, how do I like my beers? Uh, cold. Ice cold. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Fucker. Motherfucker. When they tagged each other, they did this. Very cool. Weird ads. Yeah. Um, Does Ambrose have kids? God, I hope not. I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, Cena versus Rollins. Let's do it. Uh, Rollins, who is wearing, wearing all black, or all white. I called him Seth Wallins. And then other people online called him... Uh, uh, oh... There were a couple of good ones, but the only one that I can remember off the top of my head was Tyler White, because his name was Tyler Black in the Indies, and I thought that was very clever. That was very clever. Uh, that was very, very funny. Um, White out. <laughs> Rollins is supposed to be the heel. He is not treated as the heel. No. He hits three dives to the outside. Not very heelish. Uh-uh. Um, Cena has sparks of offense, but nothing big. No. In the beginning. And, and like, 
he, uh, he just, he, I felt like Cena was kind of sloppy in this match. Uh, yeah. And that, I mean, again, that springboard stunner just doesn't look good. No, God. And every time they do, every time he does it, the commentators go, oh, looks like he almost, he got some of it. He didn't get all of it. Every time. Every time. 100% of the time. Uh, Rollins hits a running shooting star press. I really liked it. He hits a tree of woe stomp. Cena's locked in the tree of woe, and he's trying to pull himself up. And Rollins goes, you can't see me, and then stomps him. Fucking just lights out. Uh, Cena starts mounting offense. He hits an electric chair face buster, the top rope leg drop that he does. He goes for a top rope A, but it gets blocked to a corner power bomb that looked almost like it messed up, but Cena really recovered it, and mm-hmm. they both did a really good job. Uh, Rollins hits a frog splash that looks so good. He got the he full got, rotation. He got, he, yeah, the full, the full rotation on a frog splash. He, he, did, he, got, he got so much height on it. It looks so good. But... Kick out, a roll through to an AA. Oh, no. And then there's a reverse. Then there's a cross body and a roll through by Seth Rollins, who picks up Cena, puts him on his shoulders, and delivers his own AA. Loved it. That was cool. Loved it. That was awesome. That- Rollins, Rollins goes for a Phoenix Splash, which misses. He missed both Phoenix Splashes in this match. He never hits his Phoenix Splash. That's okay. Uh, Neville hits a Phoenix Splash earlier in the night from the second rope. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, so there's a Phoenix Splash, gets reversed to an STF, uh, gets to the ropes. Cena locks in the figure four. That is the most heel move that you can possibly do, given the circumstance of going to tie Ric Flair's record. That's like if I was going to... That's... It's, it's like if Stone Cold Steve Austin... Like, if I was wrestling, like, his kid or something, uh-huh. and I and I looked at Steve Austin and then gave his kid a stunner and then pinned... The kid off the stunner and like stared at Stone Cold. Yeah, that's what it is like. Uh huh. It's very, I agree. it's very heelish. It wasn't like, yeah. It, he gets Rollins turns it over, relieving the pressure. I guess. <laughs> I love that top rope superplex roll through to a Falcon Arrow. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love that. I wish he would win with that. Win with that sometimes. Uh, Phoenix Splash misses. The ref gets knocked down when uh, Rollins is up in the AA, uh, and then Rollins hits the knee to the nose. The storytelling in this match, not what I thought it was going to be, because I definitely thought it was going to be all Cena protecting his nose the whole match. They didn't even bring it up until, like, the very end. Yeah. At the beginning and at the very end. So Rollins knees Cena in the face and the nose, and Cena sells it like he got shot in the face with a gun. Jon Stewart comes down and hits John Cena with a chair, and then Rollins hits a pedigree on the chair to John Cena, and now you have a new United States champion and world heavyweight champion, Seth Rollins. The next night, John Stewart came out to explain that he did it for Ric Flair because he's an old school wrestling fan and mm-hmm. he does not think that John Cena belongs there. Ric Flair came out and he said, "You messed everything up. No, this is not the way to go about it." So I guess this is just us. We're supposed to go like, "Yeah, Ric Flair's right." No, no. Everyone was chanting, "Thank you, Stewart," the next night. So there you go. So yeah, remember? Mm-hmm. That was weird. What'd you think of the match? Uh, it was it was good. I thought, uh, I thought it was the match of the night. Really? I yeah, absolutely. I had more fun with Cesaro Owens. Nah, I thought this was match of the night. I really enjoyed this match. All right. Nine Divas tag match. Becky gets worked over at the beginning. Charlotte goes for a spear, uh, hits a spear to Tamina on the outside. Naomi and Sasha do somersault dive, somersault launches to the outside. The Bella suicide dive and it looked really good. Yeah. Fox get tossed into the group and Paige hits a cannonball dive from the top rope to the outside. Bree pins Tamina back in the ring. There's a rack attack to Becky, but the pin gets broken up. Paige gets beat up and eats a huge Alabama slam on the floor. I thought that was really cool. Great, great, great move. 
fucking destroyed Paige with that Alabama yep. slam. Uh, hot tag Charlotte. And then she locks in the figure eight. The figure eight, the best move in wrestling. I don't get it. Uh, it gets broken up. There's a hot tag to Becky. Bree misses a drop kick, uh, to which I was watching this with somebody, and they just said, got him. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Um, got him. Becky wins with a pump handle slam. Like, it's a pump handle, almost like a T-bone suplex that goes yeah. into like a like a rock bottom type move. Yeah. Um, so, PCB wins. Um, the next night, there is a terrible Divas segment followed by a terrible Divas match. 14 minutes on Raw. They got where the crowd chants, we want Sasha. They do the wave. They yell, we are awesome. They they chant for CM Punk. I don't like when the crowd reacts that way, but also, what the fuck do you expect? Here, because we're not going to get to full synopsis of Raw, yep. here's what I don't understand. Every, every Raw, we have the same three teams fighting each other mm-hmm. one way or another mm-hmm. what's the end game what's the point what's the story what's the substance right i'm very happy that these women are here i'm very happy at the potential that they all have to be on the main roster and show something new and exciting and fun uh-huh what why do i have why do i care outside of i've been watching nxt and i know what these women can do mm-hmm. on raw what have they shown me aside from we're gonna keep wrestling each other Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, Night of Champions, obviously, there's going to be something, but... Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Yep. That, no one's going for the title. Nothing matters. That's all. There's no story. There's no fucking there's story. There's no story. There's just 12 women. Yep. Or nine women. They Tw- keep fighting each other. Might as well be 12. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, Cesaro versus Owens. Super hot start. Owens hits a tope conhilo to the outside, and Cesaro responds with a corkscrew dive. Really like that. Cesaro gets tossed to the barricade. Owens hits the cannonball. It's a torture rack neck breaker, and then a flip leg drop yep. by Owens. Yeah, Looked Jesus. really good. Owens is great. Uh, Cesaro hits the Alpamar water slide, which is that kind of like uh, uh, angle slam type move mm-hmm. where he picks him up and then dumps him. Mm-hmm. Really like that move a lot. Um, top rope gl- delayed gut wrench suplex. Looks so cool uh, by Cesaro to Owens. Owens hits a springboard tornado DDT. Uh, there's a double jump moonsault that misses by Owens. I really like that. Uh, this is a very indie match. This yeah. is a match that if PWG would have booked, I would have been like, oh, fuck, cool. Yeah, I agree. Because it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. That, that's why I thought it was my match yep. of the night. Yeah. Uh, Cesaro hits the springboard uppercut. We get the giant swing into the sharpshooter. Top rope fisherman's buster gets blocked. There's a jumping drop kick by Cesaro. That sits Owens back down on the turnbuckle. Cesaro gets crotched on the top, and then the Fisherman's Buster from the top gets hit, and a pop-up powerbomb by Owens. What'd you think? Match I, of the night? I thought it was my match of the night okay. because both men looked strong. Mm-hmm. Nobody looked like they were, you know, bad mm-hmm. as a result, and it was a fun match throughout with great storytelling. Yep. Yep. Uh, Lesnar versus Taker. Lesnar jumps Taker before he's totally in the ring. Hell yes. That was awesome. I thought that was so great. I'm really enjoying this build. Yep. This match is just a brawl. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar's the fucking king. He goes face, into the fir- face first into the turnbuckle, and he's cut open. He's got gashes on his fucking forehead. I think he was blading. I can't tell. I don't know. Uh, Undertaker looked like he's just fucking sucking wind. Yeah. He looked tired. He looked, he looked just fucking yep. gassed. I don't blame him. No, he's fucking 55. Yep. Yeah. Or uh, whatever. Apron, leg drop by The Undertaker. It's a choke slam. Uh, that gets reversed into a German suplex, of which there are five, I believe, in the match. Mm-hmm. There's an F5 to onto the table by Brock Lesnar to The Undertaker. Jesus. Undertaker eats that. Just fucked up. Fucked up. Choke slam by The Undertaker. A tombstone and a kick out. 
Brock Lesnar sits up and he's laughing. Undertaker sits up and he looks like somebody described it as uh, when grandma gets mad that you've, uh, when grandma's tired of you mocking her. Because she's mocking you by laughing, and that's what it's the same. It's what very, it looked like. I thought it was very funny. But I thought it looked cool. I oh, thought hell it was yeah. a really awesome spot. Uh, Kimura locked in the ropes. Then uh, Brock Lesnar eats a last ride powerbomb. Then uh, Lesnar hits an F5. There's a kick out. And then another F5, and there's a kick out. Go, go, Pilata. The Hell's Gate gets reversed into a Kimura lock and then a pin. The camera's out of position, so we don't see what happens because they missed it. Yeah, because that was weird. In the Go-Go Plata, in the, in, the, uh, in the Hell's Gate, it gets reversed into a Kimura lock, where Undertaker is getting his arm wrenched and wrenched and wrenched and wrenched and wrenched. Are you fucking serious right now? You piece of shit. Uh, Undertaker... Undertaker taps out on Brock Lesnar. The referee doesn't see it. The timekeeper does and rings the bell. Because the, oh, or try saving his arm, whatever. I saw him tap out. Charles Robinson's pissed, and he says, no, I didn't... I called the match. Yeah, not, yeah, that, exactly. All that shit. Undertaker hits a low blow, goes for Gogo Pilata, locks it in, Lesnar flips him off, and then passes out. That's the end of the match. The Undertaker technically wins. I don't even hate the finish. No. I don't care one way or another, honestly. The problem that I have with it mm-hmm. is that if we're now to believe that matches end at the discretion of the timekeeper... Why did he not ring the bell when John Stewart hit John Cena with the chair? Absolutely, which just happened earlier that night. Absolutely, I I I don't like what this is building to. Mm-hmm. I don't like anything about the story of this match mm-hmm. in the end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just <sighs> I I didn't think that this match needed to happen to begin with. They sold me on the match. The match was not as exciting as the fight that happened on Raw after right. Battleground or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So now I'm sitting here watching a match where a 50-year-old man has just tapped out to the discretion of a uh, timekeeper, which has never happened before. Mm-hmm. And now Brock Lesnar's pissed because he lost the match after getting low-blowed and, like, I just, everything about this match is just confusing. Yep. Everything about the fallout from this match is confusing. And then the next night, Bo Dallas got killed. Sorry, Bo. I don't, I don't want to see them wrestle again, because the last two times they've wrestled, Brock Lesnar has looked stellar, mm-hmm. and Undertaker has looked winded as fuck. Yep. People That's keep it. saying, oh, he collapsed, he collapsed, he collapsed. No, no, no he's he didn't. selling it. No, he he's didn't. just, he's, he's tired, and also he's selling it. He's a great wrestler. There you go. Hey, we did it. We're way over time, but way we did it. Way over time. Uh, we're not going to cover Raw. Nope. Who gives a shit, honestly? No. This uh, Raw is a throwaway Raw. Yeah. Episode 74 is in the books. You guys can get a hold of us. Go Home Show at Mega64.com and Twitter at Go Home Show. Uh, GoHomeShow.tumblr.com, Facebook.com slash Go Home Show, uh, YouTube.com slash Eric Badur. Uh, also on iTunes. And uh, leave us a review. You can always see us on Twitch.tv slash Eric Badur, where we'll be streaming live. But guys, we'll be at PAX, so come out and see us then. Uh, Brian, is there anything else you want to say to these uh, fine folks before we get going? Um, yeah, I uh, well, I'll be damned. Go home. <laughs>